adventures between the Arctic and Antarctic. Listen to Arvid Fuchs on the Ocean Change podcast. Welcome to this podcast episode. This is Bärbel in Hamburg and Arvid, where are you? I'm on board of Dagmaun in the middle of Scotland, basically. Oh, wow. You're most welcome in this podcast episode. How are you? And why is the engine running? Well, uh, we're on our way to the Caledonian Canal, which is uh, on the west coast of Scotland, and it passes through the whole of Scotland to the east coast, to Inverness. And it's, it's, a, it's a very old canal, and uh, today is dead calm. We literally have no wind at all. So that's uh, why the engine is running, so no way uh, to sail. And uh, we, we are doing some maintenance on the boat today, actually. So we are uh, varnishing and painting, and uh, an old wooden boat always needs some maintenance and, and some care. So uh, we, we work a little bit, and uh, yeah, later in the afternoon we will reach... Uh, Uh, Fort William, which is um, the western part, basically of the of the canal. So you are already leaving the outer and inner Hebrides. Yeah, that's right, Babel. So uh, we are basically uh, leaving the west coast of Scotland. So tomorrow we will get into the canal. So we will have to pass several locks. It's um, well known, actually, the locks. It's uh, Neptune's staircase, it's, it's called. And uh, in total, you have to pass 29 locks on the way to Inverness. The canal has a length of about uh, 97 kilometers, I think. But uh, you will pass through uh, Loch Ness and, and, and all the other lakes. And maybe we see Nessie, so we keep a sharp lookout, of course. Uh, we should record a podcast it, episode. I will call you immediately when we see <laughs> her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but uh, you're right. So that's the end of our West Coast adventure, basically. So uh, we uh, we collected all data. So we, we took the water samples and everything. And uh, so now we are basically starting our way back home. So, uh, but we we take our town time of course so uh, we will spend i think uh, at least three days in the canal and in the loch ness and the other lakes before we get to inverness on the east coast and uh, so then we will uh, look for some decent weather and um, and start sailing again Okay, last time we spoke, you've been in Kailov Lochelch, the, the tiny little port with a huge tidal range of 5 meter 20. What happened after that? Well, after that, yeah, we started kind of sailing, zigzagging through the Hebrides because we were uh, taking uh, water samples and, and taking all these kind of measurements but uh, also we, we just uh, wanted to see various places and uh, we went to a place called Oban which is a city very touristic light but pretty nice and we had to stop there because we had to resupply and, and needed some groceries and then we went on to more remote areas and uh, we passed um, also the islands of, of Scarpa and, and Jura and uh, there's a gap between these two islands uh, uh, so-called a pass and, and that's where the uh, famous Cory Reckon is that's uh, a tidal stream that passes through this 
pass between the two islands and it can be pretty vicious so it, it's well known among seamen and uh, you, you have to be careful and you have to time it right if you want to go through it so uh, I went through it a couple of years ago this time we just passed it close by but still we had these turbulences and tide drips and the water um, nothing really to worry about it was not dangerous but it was pretty impressive for us Was this the most challenging part? No, not really challenging. So, I mean, if, if you sail in these waters, you have your, your calculations right. You have to know when uh, the tide uh, is changing direction and when it's flat or ebb tide, in which direction, which tide is setting. And you just have all the information on board and you just have to get the calculation right. Uh, it was not serious, but it was uh, interesting. And uh, it's a fabulous area, really, also for recreational sailors so we we enjoyed it immensely yes have you spoken to regional uh, fishermen and what do they tell about this curry reckon in other times of the year oh they take it very seriously so they say well don't expect that this uh, curry reckon is the same way you are looking at it right now when there's a gale blowing and in the middle of the winter so even then the fishermen who know this area uh, perfectly so they they avoid the curry reckon and said it's just too dangerous even with a larger ship to go through it so uh, in decent weather you can pass through it and uh, it's no big deal uh, but um, you just have to be careful and you have to take it seriously and in bad weather it can be pretty pretty rough but we we talked about many other things and in general it, it's uh, the dark maon who who's a door opener uh, basically so the people approach the boat because they like the boat and they want to know more about the boat and uh, so and that way you get into contact with the people and that's what it is all about so we want to talk to the people and they're interested in the boats and they keep asking questions and we ask questions as well so it's quite nice it's very easy to get in contact yes and um You tasted several whiskies, I guess, uh, during your time in Scotland? Oh, that's where the whiskey comes from, basically. <laughs> and that's the home of the, of the whiskey. And uh, so we, we also visited uh, Isla, which is an island on more on the, on the southwest. So you can even see Ireland from uh, North Ireland from uh, Isla. So it's, it's uh, not very far away. And it's one of the southernmost islands. And uh, so uh, I think they have uh, seven, eight whiskey distilleries. And, and the whiskey from Isla is well known uh, because of its um, peaty taste and uh, smoky taste. So it's, it's a very special whiskey. And uh, so um, uh, whoever knows whiskey will have heard about Isla and we stayed there and of course visited also one of the whiskey distilleries, uh, Lafroig as it is called and uh, yeah, it was a was a nice stopover of course and, and then we went zigzagging through the islands <laughs> and visited, sailed around the, the famous Mull of Kentire, oh. so Paul McCartney's song and it's very pretty and very nice and yeah, we had a really good time. Yes, it sounds like. And what about the measurements you took or the scientists on board took for, for the science? 
Yeah, we took all the samples uh, we were intended to do. The water samples which had to be prepared also in a certain way and we had the CTD device where we took measurements even today twice and now we are still working with it and we will keep doing so for the rest of the journey, of course. It's the first time uh, the scientists on board take uh, water samples, isn't it? And the, the Dagmar Orn has to stop for it. Yes, it's the first time we're doing it and uh, it's part of a larger scientific project, but they needed uh, these uh, samples from the west coast of Scotland. So they, they didn't have any kind of uh, water samples from this area and they need it for um, this uh, scientific uh, study. And uh, so, um, yeah, we took the samples and we will bring them back home now and uh, then they will work with them. Yes. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, and so what is your next plan once you've reached Inverness? Well, uh, in Inverness, we will prepare to sail across the North Sea again. So uh, we will have a close eye on the weather. But we are not particularly in a hurry. So uh, I don't know yet whether we might uh, stop over at uh, Norway or whether we will head straight for Skagen in Denmark. So uh, we will just stay a little bit longer in, in Scotland. It's, it's, a, it's a good place to spend some time, I must say. So the people are very friendly. It's, it's a, just a br very beautiful country. Yes. Uh, so today the engine is running, but uh, mostly you've been sailing or? Well, we sailed whenever it was possible. So uh, as I said earlier, we had uh, very beautiful weather with the uh, very little wind. We only had a couple of days where we had strong wind, but uh, whenever it was possible to sail, we put up the sails. Yesterday we sailed for a couple of hours and then the wind died away again. And since uh, you have all this uh, tidal currency, so you might be swept in the other direction if you uh, don't have any sails up or uh, if you don't use the engine. So, uh, yeah, you kind of battle with the light winds in this area, at least for the summer. But the sound of the engine is wonderful. Uh, perhaps we should listen to it uh, for some seconds. And perhaps you could tell our listeners uh, some details about the engine. Yeah, the, the brand of the engine is a, a Danish uh, company called Kallis, and they do not exist anymore. Uh, so um, I bought this engine secondhand. It had been totally rebuilt in the factory in, in Abra in Denmark. And uh, it, it was basically brand new when we uh, put her uh, in, in the Dagmar. And uh, ever since, uh, it's it's running very reliable. The design of the engine is, is not like uh, the modern design. So you have an air start and it uh, has a maximum 500 refs. So it's, it's a very slow being three-cylinder, four-stroke engine. Uh, no electronic at all, so um, that's good, and uh, that's why it's so reliable, I, I must say. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, doing its job ever since we built here in, in, in the boat. Yes, and the sound of the engine gives Dagmar a certain atmosphere. Arvid, have you had special nature experiences in Scotland? Have you seen any dolphins or sharks or whatever? Yeah, we saw plenty of dolphins just uh, playing around the boat, so they like 
playing in, in the waves and uh, so they were just following us for quite a while every once in a while and we saw one minky whale and uh, we saw a shark from a distance and he was jumping out of the water several times which is a bit unusual but uh, it was uh, definitely a shark and uh, so yeah and of course there are lots of seals around and everywhere where you stay at anchor or even in the ports there are seals all over the place and, uh, and a lot of seabirds so it's it's fantastic Great. Sounds great. So, Arvid, enjoy your days, your time in Scotland, and then we look forward to talking to you again and to listening to you again. All right, Babel. We will do that. And before this episode comes to an end, we will just listen to the engine. Thank you, Arvid. Thank you, Babel. That was the podcast Ocean Change by Arvid Fuchs and Babel Fenig.